Hi YouTube, it's Josh Mills and welcome back to my channel. Today we're going to be covering another solved true crime case for my Curious Case series. I just like to point out this video has not been made to cause disrespect or anything like that. It's just been made to spread awareness about this case by compiling information from various different public sources. On if you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The internet, now with all that being said, let's delve right into this case. It's not every day that a 14-year-old girl shows up at a police station claiming that she's being haunted by the ghost of a woman that she helped to allegedly torture, murder, and butcher the year before. But that's exactly what happened at the Hong Kong Sinsansu police station in May of 1999. When the girl showed up and told her story, the police officers were understandably very very skeptical and they didn't believe her story one bit. But because of protocol, the police officers had to follow up the little girl's claims. And when they did, they uncovered what is considered to be Hong Kong's most heinous and horrendous crime of all time. This is the curious case of the Hello Kitty murder. Just a quick side note that some of the names in this case have been switched out with fake names for the purposes of identity protection. Melody, which is a fake name, had just finished celebrating her 13th birthday and had decided that she was fed up of being a teenager and fed up of being a kid and that she wanted to be an adult now. Melody absolutely hated the slum estate home that she lived in with her parents and her older brothers. She was constantly arguing with her parents and her brothers. And as a result of this, just before the Lunar New Year in 1998, Melody ran away from home. Melody somehow found her way to a cheap restaurant. And she sat in that cheap restaurant for hours, just gazing off into the distance, praying and hoping that somebody would come along and change her look. And miraculously, her prayers were heard. An 18-year-old boy sat down on her table opposite her. The boy was wearing a fake black Armani suit, a gold neck chain, and a gold ID bracelet. He introduced himself to Melody as Long Wai Lun. I'm just gonna point out that all the names, Chinese names in this video, I am gonna be horrendously butchering, so I apologize if I cause any offense. Feel free to correct me in the comments down below. But this boy told Melody that everyone just calls him Gangster and Melody being just 13 years old very impressionable and having grown up in a slum estate She was instantly captivated by the expensive jewelry and by this boy's personality that night Gangster who I have to remind you is 18 and Melody a 13 year old slept together and over the course of the next year Melody actually visited her parents but those visits were few and far between. She would only attend school just a handful of times. The 13-year-old plunged herself deep into the world of love hotels, nightclubs, and karaoke bars. One night, Gangster introduced Melody to his big brother, and his name was Chan Man Lok. Chan was 34 years old, he was a pimp, 
he was a loan shark, and he was also a drug dealer. As soon as Chan set her eyes on Melody, he told her that she must come and stay and visit his place. Chan lived in a seven-bedroom apartment high above Kowloon's most famous shopping street, and this street was called Granville Road. Chan's flat had everything you needed to keep you entertained. Cable TV, a PlayStation, video games, adult films, Hollywood films, Hong Kong films, and lots and lots of drugs. And strangely, the entire flat was completely decked out in Hello Kitty merchandise. We're talking Hello Kitty curtains, Hello Kitty bedsheets, Hello Kitty kitchenware, and a bunch of Hello Kitty dolls just around the flat. Now Chan used his flat as the headquarters to run his drug cartel. And Chan's most popular product, was crystal meth. The perfect drug to keep you distracted and secluded from the real world. And for 23-year-old Fan Man Yi, the real world was a place that she also wanted to avoid. Fan Man Yi was known to her friends and family as our map, and she actually had quite a rough childhood. She was abandoned as a little girl and raised in an all-girls orphanage. And by the time she was in her mid-teens, she had committed to a life of petty crime, prostitution, and drug addiction. Most, if not all, of her relationships were with drug dealers or clients. Her husband was also a drug addict. Armap and her husband met when Armap was working as a dancer in the Empress Karaoke Bar in May of 1996. Two years later, Armap gave birth to a son. According to their neighbors, however, the couple had a lot of trouble at home. The neighbors would often be kept awake at night from the sound of domestic violence. Now, Armap met Chan in 1997 when she was working as a prostitute in a Kowloon brothel. Now, Chan was actually a regular client of Armap and they often indulged in long sexual sessions and drug binges together. And their drug of choice was crystal meth. However, this quickly came to an end when Armap, for some reason or another, stole Chan's wallet, which contained currency to the value of 4,000 US dollars. A mistake that would ultimately cost her her life. When Chan found out, he demanded his money back, and Armap was quick to oblige. She paid Chan back the equivalent of 4,000 US dollars and then an additional 10,000 US dollars. However, Chan was a loan shark, and by nature, it meant that he was gonna add interest. And he demanded a further 16,000 US dollars from Armap as interest. And as you can imagine, Armap didn't have $16,000 to give to Chan. She had given him all of her savings and valuables. So on March 17th, 1999, Chan ordered two of his henchmen to break into Armap's home and to abduct her. And these two henchmen were called Lung Xing Chao and Gangster. Yes, the 18-year-old boy nicknamed Gangster from earlier in this case. Chan's plan was to hold Armap in his apartment and work her as a prostitute. He would then take all of her earnings until her ever-increasing debt was repaid. Remember, Chan is a loan shark and this, this loan, this debt is gradually increasing due to interest. But Chan's plan was actually flawed. By the time that our map had been abducted and transported to Chan's apartment, she was battered and bruised. And battered and bruised prostitutes don't attract customers. Chan, Gangster, and his other henchmen, Luang, all lived in Chan's apartment along with Melody. And together, the group would go on massive crystal meth drug 
binges. And because our map was battered and bruised and wasn't attracting any customers, they decided to torture her. Because to them, it was just way too much fun. They beat her whenever they were bored, and they beat her just for laughs. And from time to time, Melody, who was at this point 14 years old, would actually join in. Melody would later tell the court that she actually liked our map and that they got along pretty well. However, she also told the court how she burnt our map and hit her along with the others. And when she was asked in court why she did it, she simply replied with a straight face that she did it for fun, just to see what it felt like to hurt someone. Sometimes the group would make our map laugh out loud and pretend to be happy while they tortured her. It was all a game that they played. And if our map didn't pretend to be happy, they would beat her harder. They told her to laugh and smile while they burnt her. To the group, it was all just fun and games. Now the kitchen in Chan's apartments became like an arsenal for the group. They found use for almost every kitchen utensil, appliance, and condiment in the kitchen. They would set the plastic straws alight, hold our map down, and then let the plastic, the burning hot plastic, drip onto her feet, onto the soles of her feet, until they blistered, and until they started oozing pus. However, they quickly grew tired of doing that and decided to just straight up set her feet on fire before beating them with a stick. Chili oil was then poured onto her open wounds and oyster sauce was sprayed into her face. Our map was also forced to drink all the oils that Chan had in his kitchen. She was beaten with water pipes. She was beaten with metal pipes. Often the men would urinate on her face and into her mouth, and if she couldn't swallow it fast enough, then they would beat her. One time, just for a laugh, Melody defecated in a shoebox, and the men forced Armap to eat it. When there was nothing for the group to watch on TV and when they were bored, they would use electrical wire to hang our map from the ceiling and they would proceed to beat her with iron bars. However, they would grow quickly bored and actually leave her there dangling from the ceiling overnight. As inevitably our map started to deteriorate, she would drift in and out of consciousness. And this would happen either on the floor or she would be tied up while the men played video games. Our map was broken and to the group, she wasn't any fun anymore. But the group kept beating her simply because they didn't have anything else to do. Almost a month after the group had started torturing our map, Melody woke up and went to check on her and discovered that she had died. Our map had spent her final nights lying on the cold bathroom floor alone, slipping in and out of consciousness, being completely ignored by the group until she passed away in the middle of the night. After discovery, the group discussed what they were gonna do with the body the entire day, but they never came to a conclusion. So our map's lifeless corpse was just left on the bathroom floor. The group would then continue to go out to the local arcades to play more video games. The next day on another crystal meth binge, Chan gathered the group together and informed them that now she must be destroyed. In the horrifying and gruesome 10 hour operation that followed, our map's body was lifted into the bathtub 
and butchered. Chan cut off Armap's head with a wood saw while the others got to work on her other parts of her body. They stripped and bagged her flesh, put them in plastic bags and stored them in the fridge. Melody would later tell the court that Gangster woke her up during this 10 hour operation and handed her a plastic bag with Armap's intestines in it. Gangster told her to go cover the plastic bag in hot water to stop it from smelling. Later on, Luong cooked the head in a pot of boiling water. While he was doing this, he actually called Melody over to take a look. Melody told him that she was too afraid to look, but Luong replied saying that it looked just like something out of a movie and just pretend you're watching a movie. And so Melody went over and looked. And when she looked into the pot, and saw a skull boiling in the hot water, she thought to herself, hmm, he's right. It does look like something from a movie. Now, while the head was boiling on this pot, the group decided that they would take a break for lunch. The head was boiling on one hob and then on the one next to it, they decided to cook some noodles and they used the same spoon to stir the noodles as they did to stir our maps. Head. Once the head had been completely boiled down to a skull, Chan decided to take the head and to sew it into one of the Hello Kitty dolls in his flat. And this Hello Kitty doll was a giant Hello Kitty mermaid doll. Now, in exchange for her protection, Melody testified against Chan and the other men in court. And, and in an attempt to rid herself of the alleged haunting that was going on, um, she detailed the entire incident in court very graphically. She detailed all the torture that the men put our map through. The story was so disturbing that many people in the courtroom actually thought the story was fictional. However, the evidence found by the police was not only damning, but so, so disturbing. The police found body part trophies around Chan's flat. And on these trophies was DNA evidence from all three of the men, proving that they at one point had touched the bone trophies. Unfortunately, due to the state of Armap's body, the medical examiners were unable to determine a cause of death. There was no doubt in anybody's mind that Armap hadn't experienced and gone through horrendous and horrifically gruesome torture. However, what I'm about to tell you angers me beyond belief. The medical examiners were unable to determine whether Armap had actually just died of a simple drug overdose or whether she had actually been tortured to death. And as a result of that, the three men, Chan and his two henchmen, were not charged with murder. They were actually just charged with manslaughter. The jury believing with the evidence and the medical examiners not being able to determine a cause of death that the three men hadn't intended to kill our map. They just tortured her. Death was not the intent. And as you can imagine, this charge caused massive public outrage. The trio of men were sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 20 years. And that is everything I have in this case. Thank you so much for watching this episode in my Curious Case True Crime series. If you're new here, I, I upload once a week true crime videos. Sometimes there's two videos. Who really knows at this point? But there's at least one true crime video a week. I'd just like to make the really quick announcement that through the month of June, there's gonna be a bunch of collabs with other true crime YouTubers, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell icon so you can be notified every single time that I post. And with all that being said, I'll see you in the next video.
was nothing to watch on TV when they got bored. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why 